Hey everybody, it's Zach. I am doing the editing this week as Eric takes a much-deserved vacation, uh, and he picked a good one because, as a quick disclaimer, uh, we had some pretty severe audio lag this week, or Skype call lag, basically, which means that instead of me lining the tracks up uh, at the very beginning and it being all nice throughout the uh, whole episode... For some reason, I had to manually adjust where the tracks were because people were talking at times that didn't make sense because Skype is a bad program and so are all the other programs that we could use. Uh, but basically, I did my best to try to get them to line up. Um, please don't hate me if it's not perfect, uh, but hopefully next week it'll be back to normal. Um, so if some stuff sounds a little bit weird, that's why. Uh, but I, I did my best, and hopefully it'll still be listenable. So enjoy the episode. Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up? I'm host, and let me introduce our panelists. There is panelist. Is that me? Is that me? Am I panelist? I hello. I'm panelist. Why? Yes, you are. We've also got panelist. Hi, it's me, panelist. <laughs> <laughs> I would assume that the guest would go at the end, but no, oh no, I'm no, playing. No, I'm no, playing no, podcast you're... chicken today. Okay. <laughs> well, I was going to say that your guest. Uh, so well, that's guess, what I thought too, but yeah, I guess Lexi's a We've guest. Also- today. <laughs> I, I guess it's official. Mike just made me a host. <laughs> oh, I made you a oh, oh, great! You're taking over. Okay, have fun. <laughs> I'm out. Okay, Bye. so Jack we're gonna do host. Alien Rangers again. Oh God! Don't make Lexi kill herself. And this time we're gonna. Like- <laughs> okay, for realsies though, welcome to Teenagers with Attitude. I'm Mike. Joining me is Emily. Hello, Lexi. 
Hey, uh, so I just got back from a trip to Vancouver, so I'd like to announce my new position on this podcast as chief uh, Canada expert. What the fuck? I'm Canadian. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, boy, I, Emily, I feel like my week of uh, experience in Canada really does give me the most like insight into Canada. No. Like, I just don't. I just don't know what your credentials are here, really. Also, so, so I'm Lexi, mad that I'm mad that you were eight hours away from me and I didn't get to see you. <laughs> it was kind of a packed week. No, I know. Lexi, I, did, I know. I get it. You were busy. I get it. It's just also, yeah. <laughs> Listen, there will be other trips. Yay! <laughs> I want to meet Lexi. Lexi, I have to know. Did you go to Canada by spaceship to save them from an evil race of yeah, maple so syrup contaminators? I was, I was gonna wait until we started talking about the episode, but I, it's really weird to me that they just completely copied my flight home for this the plot of this episode, <laughs> like beat for beat. Miss coming Lexi's coming home ride. from visiting my boyfriend, and like my my ship got intercepted by a bunch of machines. Mm-hmm. And, like, my friends had to, like, go repair a tractor beam to get me home. Wow. That's pretty intense. Uh, and now that we're five hours into the podcast, let me properly introduce Frankie. Hi. Yeah. Uh, so, if, as you all, I know you all listen to the podcast each week. As you all remember, last week I broke into the podcast and took over, and it became, uh, and you put uh, Zach I believe in a it's equations with water. water. He puts Zach in a spaceship uh, full of water. I remember that part. Yes, it became uh, equations with water, uh, with me and Fletcher, and then uh, Zach and Luke locked me in here, and I've been here for a week. Oh no! Have you been fed? It's, I mean, turnabout is fair play. I, that sounds that I, sounds reasonable to me. Well, I mean, Fletcher is no longer with us. Oh no! Well, yeah, he's not here this week. He'll be fine though. Yeah. Who will yeah. be <laughs> He left. He brought me some pizza. Good guy. Okay. Okay. Good. Who will? I was gonna say who uh, will defend the Power Rangers movie now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just, I just want to say, if you have any Canada questions, uh, go ahead and send them in. Um, you can send them to Teens with Tude at Twitter, or you can send them just directly to me if you want to cut out the middleman. Uh, at Tabletop Gamera on Twitter. Like, just any questions you have about Canada, I got you covered. Okay, I listeners, I. Have one. I I have a special request for the listeners. Make her regret that request. Send her all the Canada <laughs> questions. Please. Frankie, yes, um, what is your question? Uh, yes. Uh, why is there Columbia British? I uh, thought they were French. Uh, so, see, Canada is basically the creation of, like, if France and Britain did a fusion dance, you'd get Canada. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's been confirmed by an actual Canadian. Lexi is the Canadian expert. I mean, like, like we, have, like, we like Western Canada is is very you, you, like English, and then Eastern Canada you have Quebec, and that's it for French. <laughs> what's uh, what's that old joke about Canada? About how like the tragedy of Canada is that they could have had French cuisine, British culture, and American technology, and instead they had British cuisine. American culture and French technology. <laughs> that feels um, mean. Um, I mean, it, it sounds about right, too, honestly. <laughs> um, it's bad Simon isn't here to, to defend East Canada. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Anywho. Okay, none, uh, of you, so... none of you are allowed to tell him I'm the new Canada expert. I want to really fuck with him next week. <laughs> okay. okay, fine. Okay. Anywho, uh, before we get to the proper episode, because th- th- in theory, in theory, this is a podcast to talk about a television show. Eh. But yeah, before we do that, that's been, I feel like that's been done. <laughs> you mean we yeah, just didn't get together out. to hang out and chill for a little bit? I mean, it is that, yes. Okay. But so uh, we have to do the, 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 the opening segment that we have done for every episode so far this season. Morphac Newsio. <laughs> <laughs> every single one. I love you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> and no one but me remembered it. But oh, no, I definitely <laughs> did. I was waiting for it. Oh, oh yeah. See, I didn't yeah, know yeah, I'm not, I had I'm not a new you... name. Was I here for that? I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Um, but so uh, the Morphac Newsio uh, for this week, as as we do every week. Uh, so there's a YouTuber by the name of Little V, mm. and he does epic metal covers of songs. And, uh, in fact, his second to most recent one, which made me laugh a lot, uh, was a cover of uh, I Need a Hero. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, uh, okay. except for the thumbnail, and this made me laugh a whole lot. For the thumbnail, there's a picture of Shrek, uh, <laughs> because it is the iconic song from Shrek 2. Yeah, of course. Um, but his most right, recent yeah, the song. the all-star of Shrek 2, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but the, I like the... Actual Professionals, this is easy as lovers go, as Shrek 2 song, but yeah. <laughs> but so uh well kind of lost my train of thought for a second there so little v's uh latest uh epic metal cover is of the power ranger zeo theme of course it is yeah uh eric would you would you do me a huge favor and just play a little snippet of it eric just would uh, you do stick me it a right huge in. favor and take the um take the phrase little snippet as seriously as possible like we're talking like maybe half a second Okay, uh, thank you for funny. that. Now can you play a more substantial snippet to make up for <laughs> Lexi's sabotage? Because I know you're the one editing this video. Uh, I hope you do some of that. And by video, I mean podcast. How do you know that? Yeah, is that, is that, that editing this one? <laughs> Frankie has or what they call the a site. podcast with oh. Eric, and we talked about some of this. Okay, uh, but also, Lexi, I thought I, you were managing this. I'm site. a hack. Uh, I, deserve, it, I deserve that. Like I said, let's steal a podcast. <laughs> so, Lexi's our, our, our web sorceress. Yeah, does that, does that make uh, all the typing she does accessing the sorceress code? I'm leaving. <laughs> I, I Is that what the C and C++ stand for? Okay, speaking of casting. Casting, casting plus. Yes. Casting, casting, casting. But speaking of casting, we have some podcasting to do. We need to talk about. Yes, we. Yes, we do. I'm I'm sorry, children. We got to. We got to. To be fair, it's a it's a really good episode. Yeah, no, I enjoyed a lot. It's really funny. We're gonna need. (laughs) We're gonna need to talk about Power Rangers Zio season one episode fourteen, Mister Billy's Wild Ride, and before we get to the proper summary. 
uh, I have I have some things I need to reiterate and refresh everyone's memory on because these things were fresh in my mind the entire time I was before, watching the episode. Before any of that, can I do a correction on this show from two weeks ago? To Sack, who's not even here? Sure. Uh, so, two weeks yes, ago absolutely. from this recording, uh, y'all, or that two episodes ago, uh, you did an actor spotlight on uh, Queen Machina, who who went on to play uh, Lois from uh, Family Guy, and Zach incorrectly said yeah. that she was the lead character in Gilmore Girls and then got recasted. This is not true. Uh, she was casted as Melissa McCartney's character from Gilmore Girls, uh, Suki. And uh, for the pilot, and then got recasted, not as like Lauren Graham or the little girl Alexis. Um, I think that was the name of the actress, uh, Lorelai and Rory. She was uh, cast as Suki, and she still shows up in the show as a couple of roles, including like a pregnant harpist. I think uh, it's th- I'm less familiar with the earlier seasons, but yeah. So Zach was wrong. Mm-hmm. For shame, Zach. Right. Yeah, can we just make that part of a new segment? Let's <laughs> let's make Jack uh, Jack. Wow, let's make <laughs> forget Zach did it. Such a bad I, job on that one. We're revoking his name. He's now yeah. Jack. I, I was I was gonna say let's make you let's make him Zach. make a jingle for a new segment called Zach was wrong, but I fucked up. So I mean, I mean, now I guess yeah, we have a new segment Zach. called Zach. That's segment really name. no yeah. no. So but Frankie got it. You don't know Zach. <laughs> it's good. It's very That's good. really good. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Thank the you, thing Frankie. the thing I wanted to reiterate, and I want everyone to keep in mind as we summarize this episode because it made me very upset. Just to just to recap mm-hmm. how we got to this point, because the show has continuity now. Yeah, I've been only sporadically seeing these episodes, and there's a lot that's apparently been happening that I don't know anything about. Okay. So Initially, when Billy's boyfriend, Sestro, came back to Earth to enlist his help, Billy asked him why he didn't just teleport, and he said that because of the conflict that the Equations were embroiled in, they couldn't teleport or just send like direct communications or anything. He had to physically come by spaceship to get Billy, and had to take Billy back by spaceship. And mm-hmm. then... So, so I, I, that's, that's just... I want to be clear. The, the only reason... Billy was not in regular contact and couldn't just teleport around. It was because of that conflict. At the end of the last episode, it turns out that the Equitians settled the dispute peacefully, which I don't entirely understand I, I because like the people they were fighting... they murdered their uh, enemies in their sleep. They, they were fighting evil robots that hated water. I don't, I don't really see how you can make a treaty in that scenario, yeah, but okay. Like, we, we met one of them, and he wasn't very, like, a, he wasn't very amicable to debate or anything like that. No. So, so I, I want everyone to bear in mind. I'm just going to have to agree to disagree. <laughs> so the entire time we're summarizing this episode, I want you all to remember this because this was what I was thinking the entire time I was watching it. I want everyone to keep in mind five words. Billy could have just teleported. Well, maybe the conflict <laughs> got resolved, but like their teleportation was still down or something. I don't know. I don't know. If that but was the case, they did not make it clear. 
No, it's fair. It's I'm just bullshitting to save them. Yeah, it's, yeah. But so let's get into the nonsense. It's time to Wait, talk about. We Mr. have Billy's... not been into nonsense yet. No, we've we've only we've only we've only cut through the first layer of nonsense. There's a lot more. I, layer I would argue here. that this entire podcast is nonsense. It's infinite. But yeah, nonsense is like onions. And it makes me onions cry? are like ogres, and ogres <laughs> are on thumbnails of epic rock covers, like Little V did of Shrek Two. Okay, so <laughs> we we start in Angel Grove High School, and Bulk and Skull are dressed like they're on safari, and using a compass and a map to try mm-hmm. and navigate through the school. So they've been. They've been given a test by Lieutenant Stone, and the test is on their ability to just, I guess, figure out how to get around places they without the been, aid of a car. They have been given a mm-hmm. test that the Boy Scouts have to do in order to or- earn a merit badge See, but related the to actual like, test, hiking. Because we will learn what the actual test is yep. at the end. The actual test, as it seems presented here, is to go from the school... To the gym and juice bar using only maps and a compass. That's the test. Right, yeah, that's that's like wayfinding. Like that yeah, no, I mean that's Mm -hmm. like I said, that's literally a Boy Scouts have to perform in order to earn. The route that they're traveling is a route that they've done hundreds of times. Yeah, well, What pro- okay, I- the way it was probably presented, because again, I have done this, is you're given a map and you're given a set of instructions for mm-hmm. the the term for it is escaping me right now, but basically you're given a set of coordinates. You don't actually know what the endpoint is. You just have to follow them is piece it by orienteering? piece. Yeah, orienteering, that's it. They'd so they probably the weren't told what the destination was. They were supposed to be like finding it through like following this map. Well, like, okay, mm-hmm. well, Lieutenant Stone says, like, oh, you guys did it in record time, and they were in the woods. Are you? I, I think they were just at the school, No, and they're like, but, okay, now we're going to go mm. orienteering in the woods. Yeah, no, that makes and sense. Then, like, uh, they're preparing to leave on their journey, and yeah, they, I think they were got all dressed up, and they're excited about their, you know, gear and everything. Um, we're spoiling the ending of this episode. The taxi driver says, uh, I've never seen anyone so deep in the woods, and he seems mad about that. That. Uh huh. Well, no, no, no he's, Lieutenant okay, he's Stone mad because he's a taxi driver, that. and he had to drive into the woods. <laughs> No, I mean, well, okay, but yeah, yeah so he's Frankie, they got incredibly know, lost because um, they didn't know how to read the fucking map. I. I don't have a reason, but I'm invoking uh, Luke's law, aka the Morphing Grid, to say that the test was supposed to be from the school to the gym and juice bar. It's the Morphing Grid that. Okay. Yeah. I don't so, think that's true, but you can have your theory. I, we, <laughs> even if that we was have, true, though, that doesn't change anything. Like they got lost. That's that's the that's the crux of their joke. But they don't know we that because they're following great. a map. They weren't told, just go from the... That's not how orienteering <laughs> works. You aren't set... You don't start at point A and they say, go to point B. You have to follow a path <laughs> on a map. Okay, okay, we're done this conversation. We're moving okay. on. Well, uh, I, I just want to point out that we're having this enormous argument 
that's that's gotten so in depth that we've skipped ahead to the end in the episode <laughs> about the least important I, subplot maybe in the show's I'll history. Off. I'm sorry. This has Bye. nothing to do with anything else that's going to happen. <laughs> no, so, Ricky, no, don't go. <laughs> oh man, I, someone, someone, give us a final score at the end of how many times someone on this podcast has threatened to just leave. So, <laughs> and I don't, I don't mean the show as a whole, although that would be nice too. I just mean this episode. <laughs> at least two times already. <laughs> so. So basically, they they run into uh, Rocky and Tanya, and God, I they, almost called her Aisha. I almost called her Bullwinkle. So <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I, when I get it, I get it. Never mind. Ta- I almost called her Aisha because you said Aisha, uh, and Tanya as uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> Actually, just draw no, just draw Rocky next to the character Bullwinkle. Yeah, uh, wait, that's what on, I was hold thinking. On, Just hold give on. Us that. Which is better, Skullwinkle or Bulkwinkle? Bulky and Skullwinkle? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Wait, joke? I mean, if we're throwing out Rocky, we're losing the whole joke. We're supposed to say jokes <laughs> here? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a thing where the characters we've mm-hmm. been talking about just now and the two characters we talked about a moment ago exchange some dialogue about some things... It don't matter. Yeah, Let's go to the command center. Important. So we cut to we cut to the command center, and Alpha and Tommy and Cat uh, and Adam are doing computery stuff. Well, to be clear, we- Alpha's doing computery stuff. The rest are just pacing around and saying, "When is this going to be done? When's Billy going to get home?" <laughs> And so they get they get they get Billy Ship on radar, and also getting Billy Ship on radar is the Machine Empire. And well, at the end of last episode, they they were angry for once, and they seemed like no, now we're gonna get to them. Now we're not playing around anymore. Well, okay. I was I was I was going to say that um uh. In, in the in the in this part of the episode, everyone goes to these different terminals and starts working on them. And I imagine that that Rocky went to his designated terminal, which actually is just a bunch of buttons and lights. It doesn't actually. Oh do yeah, anything. no, it's one of those kids' toys <laughs> that's just a bunch of like train your motor skills <laughs> items. But, but they they told him it was oh. important, and he's having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's actually worth noting mm-hmm. that like. You know, I said everybody does computery stuff, and as the episode goes on, everyone does do computery stuff except Tommy. Uh, but also, I want to say that an, uh, I almost said finally the Machine Empire's armada is going to come into play here as they try to stop Billy, but not really. Okay. A gun is going to come into play. A gun, singular, is going to come into play, but not the whole armada. I mean, later on we get a couple ships, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so basically, both the good guys and the bad guys see that Billy's a coming, and they get a broadcast from him, and he's like, "Oh, hey guys, uh, I, I'm real glad to be getting home. I'm real excited to see Earth again." This it was is the it, most people who have paid attention to Billy since he stopped uh, being a Power Ranger. <laughs> yeah, it's mm-hmm. also the most bored David Yost has sounded. <laughs> playing this character. This whole episode, he's like incredibly chill for what happens in this episode. 
Yeah, but you would think it would be like a heads-up display or something else, not like from the like from where you would put your drink. Like it, it's a camera in the cup holder. Yeah. No, it's the, where, where it, the it, it does is, feel like the camera's in a cup holder. The, the, the camera. Oh man, is camera in a cup holder was my favorite album growing up. <laughs> the camera is directly in front of his junk. <laughs> he has to look down at it. So, uh, he he throws off a line about yeah. I'm sure glad to be home. I missed you guys. I even missed Bulk and Skull. And then we get the second of the three moments where Bulk and Skull appear in this episode. And basically, mm-hmm. they they're lost in the woods. They walk through some bushes. Their map is torn to tatters. Uh, Bulk evidently doesn't understand what a compass does. Yeah, I know he's uh, holding like he's holding it vertically instead of like flat, so that it can actually work. Yeah, uh, but so they're like, okay, we're hungry. Skull pulls a bunch of shit out of this comically huge backpack Including he's got. He pulls like out a, like a toaster, a, a toaster, a bowling ball, like lots of a rain. tennis racket. Yeah, he pulls yeah, out a can of peaches. Is the sort of the crux of the joke because he pulls, he pulls that out, looks at it, and just mutters like, "Why do I even have this?" <laughs> yeah, like that's the but one so, that breaks it for him. So he pulls out a can of peaches and tosses it to Bulk, and Bulk is like. Hey, Skull, do you have a can mm-hmm. opener? And he's like, yeah, of course. And he pulls out an electric can opener. And bear in mind, they're in the woods. And Bulk even points out, like, uh, what am I supposed to do with this yeah, thing? Yeah, he just kind of yeah. looks at it and then tosses it back at Skull. And Skull, like, throws, doesn't, he throws Classic, the cord inside uh, the bag and is like, try it now. Yeah. <laughs> Classic, I have no mouth, but I'm a scream reference. Yeah. It's yeah. Good. In it, uh, yeah, okay. So yeah, this sure. computer is torturing people, and uh, one of them needs one needs to eat. Long story short, I know. And he finally yeah. finds food and finds can, but he has uh, no can openers. Ah, uh, very Twilight Zone. Uh, uh, ironic. Yeah. Is, that, is that is that the book? In the, the game, game, it's a gag. In the book, it's the big ending for okay. that character. So speaking of tragic irony and mm-hmm. uh, existential horror through sci-fi and also novels named after terrifying sculptures, uh, the Machine Empire is charging up their cannons to uh, shoot Billy down, and they now, do. To be clear, they're not going to shoot him him down. They're just going to shoot a like pulse that will disable his spaceship so that he'll drift to them and probably suffocate in the process. Well, I think they're trying to capture yeah. Billy because, like, once we get Billy, like, parts are done, and they're not wrong. In fact, I really want an AU where they successfully mm. got Billy, cybernetically enhanced him, and then Billy ends up like taking out the mm. Machine Empire from the inside, but still being a bad guy. And then, yeah, like, yeah, no, the I yeah, love, yeah, Power yeah, no, I love Best of Both Worlds. It was great. <laughs> no, see, where, <laughs> where, where I thought you were going with that is he, they capture him. They cybernetically enhance and brainwash him, but then the brainwashing doesn't stick, and then he becomes the first common writer. I have no morph, oh, and I'm a Okay, sorry. Bro, I was working on that. God. So, so then that is a point where, like, so the Machine Empire's plan for what they're trying to do to Billy kind of shifts a few times. At first, they're just trying to capture him, I guess, to ransom him, but then they're just trying to suffocate him, and then later they're going to just try and throw him into the sun. What you got to do? You know what? What happened? You know what? What? Mm-hmm. No plan survives contact with the enemy. If you can't be flexible, yeah, they're they're, you're they're not adjusting their 
they're adjusting their objectives. At first, I want to capture them. That doesn't mm-hmm. work. So, like, okay, well, at least we'll kill him so they don't have him. And yeah, it's just like. So, yeah, so they fire cartoon rotoscoped gears at Billy, and it deactivates his shit. And he's like, uh, guys, I can't do anything. All my stuff's not working. Uh, and there's actually a lot of back and forth. Which, oh, wow. I just realized how bad the green screen out Billy's windows is. Oh, it's real it's, bad. It's, it's, the effects in this one are real bad. I mean, I was watching it on my phone earlier. I didn't see just how no, awful this shot is. Be, Holy butts. To be fair, like the effects aren't worse than they normally are on the show, but mm-hmm. their ambition for what they're trying to represent is so much higher. Yeah, so, but Billy, just, there's a lot of back and forth that's basically Billy saying, guys, all my shit's broken, and Tommy's saying, are you sure, Billy? What about blank? And Tommy's like, no, that's broken, too. <laughs> well, what about blank? No, that's broken, too. Billy, what about blank? Oh, that's broken, too, actually. You know, well, Billy I, I, invokes one of my favorite movies, Apollo, uh, Alpha Apollo 13, by saying, Zord, uh, Zordon, we have a problem. Yep. You did great, Lexi. I'm I'm proud yeah, of you. Yeah, no, for I fucking this. destroyed yep. that joke. Yep. Oh boy! But I, yep, I, that. I do. I, like, I want to get into like he's like literally saying like, well, my oxygen yeah. reserves are almost yeah. depleted, and like he's like he's like I'm going to die, uh-huh. guys. Billy will die <laughs> he, alone. He initially in makes space. it sound very chill about it, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very I'm chill going about to it, suffocate like, and die alone in space. My heat isn't working. My oxygen reserves are he's, low. He's like, it's getting cold in here. And like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it is getting kind of chilly in here, folks. <laughs> I do not want to die alone floating through the yeah, void of space. A, no, like, please like, do something. He's saying, it, he's saying it very monotone mm-hmm. and not excited at all, but like with a different performance, this could be like heart yeah, and horror. It sucks that by this point, uh, <laughs> David Yost have been having horrible time with the, the yeah. like homophobia that was going on. And like he, he doesn't care. And honestly, I can't blame him. Yeah, yeah no, like, like I, it's. I honestly, none of the actors who have lost interest in this mm-hmm. and eventually left the show, I can't blame any one of them for being done and just sort of fulfilling their contractual obligations until mm-hmm. they could leave. Like, yeah, like I'm yeah. not criticizing David Joseph. Like, I'm like mm-hmm. nothing against him. He's just, he's just yeah. acting this very. Yeah, he doesn't get. He just yeah, no, needs to read some lines. And <laughs> it's it's a yeah. it's a very weird thing because like usually when an actor does a bad job in the show, we don't know quite where to point the blame, if it's on them, if it's on the direction, but like this is it's a weird situation where like David Yost has been mm-hmm. checked out and has just been on autopilot for a very long time, but also we know why, and also it's a very mm-hmm. understandable reason. Yeah. So it's kinda hard to I don't Listen, know. But he's anyway, the, he's the reason this is a bad performance, but it's not his fault. Yes. Is where no, I'd put not it. at all. I guess, yeah, that's that's probably the right way to put it. Uh, but in any case, so Billy is floating helplessly through space. His, uh, uh, the his rangers are staring helplessly at... awkwardly tumbling through space. You can see <laughs> yeah, whoever it, is uh, wearing a green screen suit and, like, moving this thing around is not holding it very steady. <laughs> <laughs> but so the rangers are also staring at, at Alpha, who's trying to work some buttons until he can figure something out. We get this hilarious shot of Billy's ship flipping through space actually extremely quickly and then just stopping on a dime. Yep. <laughs> just well, so you know, good. Those air pockets in space. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, how, that's how sound so, works in space, is the yeah. air pockets. <laughs> yeah. Air pockets. So Billy 
Say what? Uh, sorry, that was more for myself. I went air pockets. <laughs> <laughs> so the Rangers come up with a new plan, and they decide, okay, we're gonna we're gonna set up a tractor beam, and we're gonna just pull pull Billy in because that's now, a thing we can do. Yeah, from I was here. gonna say if this was Star Trek, I'd be like, yeah, sure, that makes <laughs> sense. It's a good plan. Here, I was like, wait, since when do you have that? <laughs> it sounds like a thing they might it's, have, uh, right? A tractor beam? I feel like they've used something like that before. I don't think they, they used well, it Well, no, they had a like, satellite thing they that they were one. using to help the fucking mm-hmm. uh, accretions, like, teleport to Earth. Mm-hmm. But, like, a tractor beam would not work well from the Earth's surface. Yeah. Also, yeah, I think I w- I'm thinking out of the Machine Empire, maybe... Rita and Sail or something because tractor beam feels like a thing the bad guys use to like capture the good guys. Eh, I mean, it's literally just a a energy beam used to move stuff. Like, yeah, it's a tool. It's a it's not an uncommon tool in space themed stuff, but it's just weird for them to have one on their command center on Earth. Yeah, uh, what, what were you gonna say, hon? I don't remember, honestly. Okay, sorry. sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, it's not important. So this this begins one of a number of times this episode where it really feels like the episode is about to end, but then some bullshit happens. So they get they That's get Power Billy Rangers, in the tractor, baby. <laughs> yeah, they get Billy in the tractor beam, and like, yeah, we got him. He's coming to Earth, and then Kimano's just like, "Fuck that noise! Fire it again!" Yeah, no, yeah, they're like, "Yeah, okay, you got a tractor beam? We'll just blow that up too." Like, fuck. So, so this is the thing. They don't hit Billy this time. They hit, they hit the beam. I mean, yes, and because hitting Billy again isn't going to do anything. They already disabled his ship. You got to disable the thing that's pulling him in. Well, well, here's the. Th- I did get to finish. They hit the beam. And that causes the command center to explode. What did you did you mention the part where like Tommy's like giving the order to fire, where he's like, "All right, ready, aim, fire!" Like he's yeah, like, no, really like Alpha's like about it. <laughs> and like, yeah, I, like, some, I like to imagine everyone's just kind of humoring him. It's like uh, he still wants to be the leader. All right, just give him this. It doesn't affect yeah. anything. <laughs> everyone except except how he goes to some kind of battle station. Alpha does a beep oops. I did the thing. Tiny does some beep-poops. I did the thing. Cat does some beep-poops. I did the thing! The Australian accent that Mike can't do. And the rocket hits the buttons. It's like, so I'm having fun! The, the buttons so are candy-colored. I did it! And then and then Tommy's like, on my mark. And everyone's like, oh, okay. And then he says fire, and then they fire the tractor beam. I like how, I bet Zordon's like rolling his eyes in the other room. <laughs> okay, so I know uh. I used the morphing grid as a joke earlier. But I think the tractor beam actually is the morphing grid, and that's why they get messed up when it gets hit. Because it's both a physical mm-hmm. and, like, uh, a non-physical thing at the same time. I mean, you guys are overthinking this. This is a beam being generated from this equipment. If you overload that, it's going to have, cause a feedback loop to the equipment, and, bl- and it's going to, like, bust up. I don't know, science. Okay, so why do pieces of the command center roof fall in and all the rangers fall down? Because when you overload a thing, sometimes it generates like, energy. Feedback. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I have you ever Lexi seen, have you ever seen when you overload a piece of electronics and it actually, like, physically, like, explodes? No. Like, it's a thing that'll happen. I believe you. So, 
so basically, Billy starts moving away from the Earth, and he's like, oh, that shouldn't be happening. And the Rangers get up from the floor of the command center and turn to Zordon, and they're like, Zordon, did it work? And then there's a moment where Zordon just <laughs> stares at them and doesn't say anything. <laughs> it's like, um, do you think it worked? So I think the idea is that Zordon is afraid to give them the bad news right away, which, one, he's mm-hmm. never been hesitant to give he people bad news. But but two, it's it's undercut by the fact that they only have so many, like, visual movements that they've recorded Zordon doing, so they just have him fucking staring straight ahead, just dead-eyed, <laughs> just not moving. And then and then Cat just goes, Zordon, what's wrong? Please, really just tell us. <laughs> and Zordon's like, uh, something hit the beam, and Billy is flying toward the sun. <laughs> and it's just like, fucking What? The only way that look could have been better is if we heard him doing like a low sigh. Mm. <laughs> well, I what I really wanted was what I really wanted is the extended cut of this where there's like three back and forths between like everyone <laughs> yeah. like to Zordon, then cuts to one of the Rangers like looking at him, and then back to Zordon just saying nothing. <laughs> yeah, and then when he finally speaks, he's like, "Well, I've got good news. He's not going toward the Armada anymore." And then like, okay, so where's he going? Silence. <laughs> where is he going? Silence. Zordon, where the fuck is he going? I'm sorry, what was that? Sun, sun. What? One more time, Zordon, loud and clear so we can hear it. He's going toward the sun. See, I, I feel like the sun is like a worse thing to hit, but also he's got like way more time mm-hmm. before hitting the sun than he does yeah, the moon, no, right? Yeah, they've got a lot more time to come up with a plan C mm-hmm. here. No, it seems like it's what, not that bad. What's weird is like, a, a moment ago, they were talking about Billy running out of air, and it made it sound like it was really urgent. Like, maybe oh, he yeah, had, like, totally. five minutes. He said he's going to be to holding his breath soon, and now it's, like, not a yeah. problem. Yeah, now it's like, okay, now the new timetable is we've got two hours to save Billy before he hits the sun. What happened to his air supply? But whatever. Oh, it's, so, no, it's okay. okay. He found another record buried under some stuff. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm not even going to acknowledge that. So... <laughs> It turns out that when the tractor beam got overloaded, or whatever the fuck, it crystallized the, the power cell. Fucking, yeah, sure. The power okay. cell. All it didn't get blown out. It got crystallized. What? Did it? Sorry. Thank you, Emily. <laughs> God. Oh boy, it's actually have his work cut out for him. Anyway, so they don't have any more power cells anymore. Can you all hear that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm very sorry. It's wait, I live in the city. Okay, sorry, wait, y'all. Hold on. Why are you apologizing? Did you cause the crime? <laughs> Michael, are you? No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing the crimes. I mean, like, that's kind of sexy. <laughs> it's the sound of the police. No, I didn't. It's the sound of Anyway, where the fuck were we? Okay, so the Rangers need to go get a new power cell. They managed to get a hold of Bill, and he says, okay, I left some of them at Angel Grove University mm. Storage Warehouse okay, thing. Okay, here we go. Do you, okay. wa- do you want me yes. to, to go like, at this, or, or do you have this? Go at it. Go okay, fucking go one, for it. I just, why not in the command center? Two, you don't even go to university. Three, uh, <laughs> like, why, why not school at your home? I what? Why? What? Yeah, why? Of all the okay. places, 
I, I will say that he has been shown to have a relationship with Andrew University in previous episodes, but yeah, why not keep it you in the literally Why the fuck keep it Have like a, a labyrinth there in the command center with popcorn. Like you could have so, stored it in there somewhere. So my only the only thing that makes this make sense to me, and I actually kind of like this because it elevates the the episode a bit is the idea that this isn't a energy cell Billy has made for use at the command center. Mm -hmm. They're just keeping at the university. This is the university's energy cell. He helped them, like, maybe work mm. on the technology or something, but this one belongs to the university, and the Power Rangers are going to go steal See, it. because this is the second time like something like this happened. And last episode, the plans for the swords... Or, like, something was connected. I can't remember exactly the details. But there was, like, Billy had left something at, like, the city computer. Like, some information. Yeah, okay, that one, that one I don't have an explanation no, for. That's No, that's okay, bad. let's follow your guidelines. The swords were made by the city. Like, the original plants were made with the city. Uh, and Billy just, like, took that schematics and... Applied them. These are government swords. Okay, sure. Yes. No, yes, I love this. Billy is just fucking, like, stealing research. What if Billy has never actually been a super scientist He's just inventor? a really good hacker. He's just been smart enough to, to know how to steal and replicate other people's technology. What if, what if the reason he's no longer interested in being a Power Ranger is he has... He has uncovered the secret behind the bubble city of Angel Grove and has organized a hostile takeover from the inside. And now Billy Cranston is the overlord of Angel Grove. Billy runs this city? Billy fucking runs this town, and don't you forget it. I want to hear Billy angrily say, I run this town! <laughs> I built this town with my bare hands, and I can destroy it. Billy doing fucking Walter White lines. I want to hear... I I want to hear David Yost say, I am the danger. I just want Billy <laughs> as a villain really bad. <laughs> villain Billy would be good. I mean, it, we did establish that if he so chose, he could disable the command center remotely with a single a device. Em Emily, if I may, villain. <laughs> no, you you can't, actually. You're, you may not. You may not do that. Rewind okay. the tape. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks for considering. Yeah. I'm sorry, we, we cannot have Villiam engage in villainy. <laughs> so, <sighs> so anyway, Billy the real reason Cramps the real reason we're going to this crimes. Billy Crimes Tons? Yeah. yeah. Um so we're going to the Angel Grove University warehouse and there's a sign that says it, and this place just looks like a factory, and the reason it looks like a factory is because we're gonna go. We're gonna go to fucking Super Sentai's favorite place during this era, I guess, a fucking factory. Okay, to have I mean, listen, that makes sense. Opening. the the an The enemies are all machine themed, so of course they're gonna fight in locations that are also very machine themed. Okay, the thing is, it's supposed to be a warehouse, not a factory, and I do like how it says like on the door, like Angel Grove University Warehouse, yeah, in <laughs> the same incredibly generic like we just painted this on a piece of wood yeah, signage the, that everything the, in the show has. The only way it would be better is if this was Sentai footage and they just like photoshopped it on top. Yeah, <laughs> that would be the best. 
<laughs> but it's not. I would be into that. But so uh, King Mondo's just like, what are the Rangers doing? And Sprocket's like, they're at the warehouse district. That and fucking it's like, ridiculous okay. concept, the warehouse <laughs> district. <laughs> I know, right? Makes no so, sense. Also, why is it the university no in the warehouse district? No, no, this is just the it's university's universe, warehouse is, in the warehouse yes. district. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Where else would the warehouses go? It's, not, I it's guess. actually not uncommon for universities to have like off-campus okay, buildings. Sure. Absolutely, yeah. So King Mondo uh, tells Clank to take care of it, grab some cogs, stop them from getting the fuel cells, and if need be, you know, just blow up the building. And Clank says, well, okay, well, that sounds really hard. Why don't I bring the, our monster of the week, the mechanizer, to do it? And King Mono's like, I don't care. Just fucking get the job done. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, sorry, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm going through the mm-hmm. episode as we go. <laughs> I'm sorry. But uh, so, yeah, so we go to the fight scene in the factory and we get some Sentai footage. And it's actually a pretty fun cog mm-hmm. fight through this building. We get a lot of shots of the Rangers doing cool things. We get a lot of so, punching and kicking. We're not going to really then, explain those cool things. They just so happen. today I learned yeah. uh, something. I mean, it's, I mean, it's like Tanya does a cool spin and, and Kat does a cool kick. There's not really like a lot of detail it's, to go yeah, into. It's, it's I mean, hard it's, to it's, do. It's, it's a fun action scene, but it's not a lot. I do like the villain. He's all like, he like knocks over Tommy. He's like, I don't like you. Uh, it's really cute. Yeah, he's got a weird Peter Lorre thing going on, it's, which we've had in a few monsters at this point. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty I was gonna I was gonna call attention to this actually. It's a second rate Peter Lorre mm. impression. Like it's no Digitamamon. Oh, so I it's it's you, less Lexi. it's less Digitamamon and more Cutman from the Mega Man cartoon. Yeah. God damn it, I love you, Michael. <laughs> good good refs. Uh I was gonna say today I found Thank something you. about the moogs of the next season. I I suspected they weren't the original Sentai Mooks like these ones are, and I saw footage of Car Ranger, and the Mooks are different, and it's, uh, yeah, so get ready for some American fight footage and hope they're okay. Why would they do that again? Like, they they just don't have to do that. Why would they do that? <laughs> and... You want to know the worst thing? Well, no. If they didn't have, if they didn't have suits for the to like replicas of the mooks from the Sentai, and they're doing the the mm-hmm. fucking movie, they're not going to cut the Sentai footage in a feature film. Yeah, no, but they, yeah, could, but they like, could just make they the could, su- if they're it, making suits. Why not just but make you want to know suits? the yeah, best exactly. slash worst thing? The suits in the movie and the suits in the show are slightly different. <laughs> oh. So. Power Rangers, you hurt me. So, okay, so this this dude, the Mechanizer, which is probably the most generic name for a robot ever, uh, shoots some lightning at the Rangers and knocks them around. And See, some... with a name like the Mechanizer, like that implies causing something to happen. He doesn't turn anything mechanical. It's a real yeah. waste of a name. It's too it's, bad. Yeah, you could be like a you yeah. be like a uh, a mobile roboticizer from Sonic. Yeah, this, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, exactly I what I was thinking ro- of. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna go for a roboticizer <laughs> too. Uh, but so this is where Dorks. some barrels catch fire and the the building. Yeah, I'm, Mike, I'm very confused. These barrels are not particularly red, so I don't understand why they're exploding. It's weird. Yeah, I don't appreciate. Yeah, it. it's it. I mean, continuity error. I guess was colorblind. But so, sadly. They didn't put a mark or anything. Yeah. Oh. They do look pretty rusty. Maybe they were red at one point and they've just been 
yeah. sitting for too long. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what this university's been doing with its warehouse. Speaking of which, if this is the warehouse of a university, like, I mean, we don't see any of it in these shots because it's Sentai footage, but I have to assume there's, like, I don't know, the results of, like, medical experiments or maybe some archaeological maybe artifacts maybe or industrial something of importance university. in this building. Like, yeah. A school of mines and but, technology. I don't know. Maybe. I just, I just had to assume there would have been, like, maybe some valuable stuff in here. But, like, this monster is just... Like, the bad guys told their monster to burn the building down, and the rangers do not prevent it from doing that. Clank sees that a fire started and just bails. The monster keeps shooting lightning at the rangers. He fires his blaster, and then at some point... I, I'm i guessing this piece of the monster that comes off was, like, critical in the Sentai or something, because it falls off, and they make a point of, like, showing it hit the ground and showing Tanya pull out her blasted and, like, disintegrate whatever it was. Yeah, they call it a blaster in here, but, like, it doesn't... Yeah, it seems like it maybe was more significant in the original. Yeah, but the point is, uh, I don't know. Wait, did they actually kill this? I don't think they actually killed the monster. I think the building just blows up. Yeah, no, they all bail, I think. Yeah, the rangers all run away, and like we actually get a lot of shots of just shit exploding and fire running down a hallway, and like just absolute fucking Tanya madness. Tanya does a fucking sweet-ass flip as the building's exploding behind her. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. But so as the Meanwhile, rangers Adam land outside, falls on his fucking head. That sounds like Adam. So they, the rangers land outside, but they realize, wait, Tommy's not there. We have to go back in and get him. And Catherine is, Catherine's about to fucking like heroic firefighter sacrifice herself to go in and save Tommy, and the other rangers hold her back for reasons. I mean, I she's mean, a superhero. She's, she's more important than Tommy. If one of them is gonna die. I thought it was kind of funny, though, but she's like, come on, guys, let's go get him back. And they don't say anything. Mm-hmm. On, and then she starts moving. And then they're like, oh, yeah, wait, we'll like, stop her. Yeah, like, about that. Maybe this is just for the best. Yeah, maybe. Like, let's just let's just we should see if he survives. We believe in him. Yeah. Clearly, this we, is what we, we he trust. Wanted. He's going to pull through. This is his choice. Yeah, that's definitely t- Tommy heroically sacrificed this is how himself. Tommy died. Just like he's yeah. always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a conversation with him one time. He said if he was ever trapped in an exploding building, don't go in after yeah, him. Yeah, no. Yeah, he made that very well. So like we'd better just Yeah, you know. also, uh, also speaking of his will, he left mm-hmm. all his stuff to me, Rocky specifically. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a public <laughs> He also, anyway, he also so. said I would be the leader. Yeah. Yeah, as a former Red Ranger, uh, I am clearly the most qualified. I just asked Ranger Wiki. <laughs> it says so, I'm the God, second in command. Do you think there's an in-universe Ranger <laughs> Wiki? Yes. There has to be. Yes. There has to be. Well, like, No, there's no but wikis if, of his time of, of the... Whoa, okay, maybe not now, but by the time they get to when there was a wiki... Listen, there's, listen, a wiki. there's a lot of technology in this show that doesn't exist, didn't exist in our world in 1995. There is a ranger wiki, there is a ranger wiki, it's public facing, it's a BBS board and Billy used to run it, but right now it's just, oh, new Billy is running it. Y'all don't know new Billy. He was in last episode. <laughs> oh, but that's not that's He's not like that's Billy not William Billy Jr. I just want to say I fucking no. love the scene in last episode where like when when Adam comes down to the the, the computer tech from that episode mm-hmm. and he goes see ya as it pans up to Adam. It's so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good. So, but like for reals though, if they're if superheroes were real, they would have a wiki. Let's not question this. 
but uh, yeah. but tragically, when I've talked a lot about Worm, the web serial in this podcast, I think, uh, and uh, I one of my favorite things, despite a lot of problems I have with it, is that there is uh, a website slash forum slash wiki called Parahumans Online in that universe, where not only like are people putting information, but if you're a confirmed superhero or supervillain. You can have like an account. Your form badge says like confirmed superhero or confirmed super. Oh, so it's like a verification cool. check mark on Twitter. Uh huh. You have a yeah. You have like different badges and stuff in your in your form name form profile. Okay can can I talk about the tragic thing now? Nah, I'm sorry. Okay, yes. so tragically, the saddest thing that's ever happened. Tommy survives. Yeah. <laughs> he, I, 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 he saw, what I like though is that Tommy goes, there he is. And then they look up and he's not there. And then he goes, Kia. And it's like, I was like, I like Kiaing for like a full like 10 seconds as he jumps out of his building. But I like how he wasn't there when they all looked up. So my imagining is that, is that, is that Tommy was like looking out and be like, oh, are they looking? Oh, I want to jump out. Oh, I mean, she spotted his face and he died back in and then yes. jumped out. Nope, yep, nope, that's canon. I decided that <laughs> happened. But So he's, he he dramatically dives out of the building as more explosions happen behind him and the everything that the university was keeping there burns down and they lose all their stuff. Uh, Billy steals the last power cell that didn't, ex- you know, break in the explosion. And it's like, yeah, we can go save Billy. And we cut to Billy flying toward the sun, and he's like, "Ugh, it's getting so hot. Please, guys, save me. I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather not burn it, up in the sun." It feels like he's saying like a bad that time. for their benefit more than because it's true. Like, personally, yeah. he's kind of cool with maybe just you know burning up and just being done with all this bullshit. But like, he yeah. knows they'd be upset if he said that. So he's just like, "Uh, oh no, the sun. It's." Hot, save me, I guess. Yeah. So they put the the plasma thing into the thingy, and like, okay, we can we can fire the tractor beam now. And you would think, again, you would think the episode is basically over, but no. Everyone but Tommy does all the things they do again, including Rocky playing with all the pretty sparkly lights. And then they realize, oh no, the the motor on the satellite dish that the tractor beam comes out through is busted someone's gonna have to go mess with it manually and tommy's like well okay Mm -hmm. again it's a shame we got the abridged version of this because what we missed is approximately five hours of um alpha running you know manual calculations in the exact position that thing needs to be and then radioing back and forth with tommy like Okay, nope, a little more to the a little more to the west. Oh, nope, that's too much. Go back, go back. Okay, a little more north. Whoa, 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 back it, back it up, back it up. Okay, uh can you can you raise again. your arm? Raise your raise your leg now? Okay, okay, hold it. Hold like, it. The amount of precision you would need to hit a target in space from Earth. Like the sli- like the a micrometer of change is gonna significantly change where you're aiming. Like it would be almost impossible to do that yeah. without a computer. But really all it takes is Tommy flipping some switches and then pushing a lever. But before he can push the lever, he gets attacked by... (laughs) He gets attacked by fucking 
those flying ships that the cogs have that they had in episodes like two and then we forgot about. Continuity. Yeah. They're good. It's really cool. I just wish we had more than like three seconds of footage of them used over and over again. Yeah. Uh, but they shoot those like beams made of circles at Tommy and he, he almost falls off the cliff. We get like a, a cliffhanger sequence. He does fall Tommy off some and- of it. Cause we get an, a, a below shot of him falling towards the camera. But, like, he manages yeah, to catch true. on to, like, an outcropping or something. Yeah. But so, t- we, this is this is the most we've gotten of Tommy just in general in a while. And this is when it's, it really comes together that he's just wearing, like, a red sweater, <laughs> acid wash jeans, and, like, just these brown boots. Yeah. Just these out, just basic-ass brown, like, rock climbing boots. And his hair. Yeah, it's not a good look. It's incredible. It is... It's it's not a good look in general, but his hair is amazing. It's amazing for the wrong reasons, but it's amazing. Tommy and has never had good hair, and he never will. <laughs> Accurate. So, yeah, that, maybe, that is that is true. Maybe Dino Thunder. I doubt mm. it though. Mm. Let me look he's, how much looks like Dino Thunder right now. In Dino Thunder, he's got kind of a new metal look. Oh god! Yeah, he's like That's it's very Limbiskin. Rock Dad, That's kind of the best Christian Rock Dad. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's Creed in in that one. I think yeah. he is the entire band Creed. Yeah, minus Apollo. <laughs> so anyway, so, there's nothing to that scene. He just like gets shot at a bunch and then manages to pull himself up. Like I think the cogs yeah. just fuck off. Like I don't even understand. Yeah, they they don't get the cogs don't get stopped. They do like a a a, a bombing run, and then they're like, "Well, we missed him. Bye." <laughs> it makes no and, sense. Yeah, and we cut back to Billy in the spaceship heading towards the yeah, sun. Yeah, we just get a we, get, we get, get a nice long shot of the of the ship flying directly towards the sun, and it kind of just gets tiny up against the uh, you know the hot burning ball of gas that's about to consume it. Yeah, we also get a really great close up of David Yo's face with like fake sweat matted on it. Now, do you think that's it's fake very sweat good. or do you think they just made him really, really hot? I don't want to think of that because that's torturing your actors. Okay, but I, that's probably but also what they Power did. Rangers, though. <laughs> I don't want to hear yeah. about it. <laughs> it's, all, it's a thing. Well, actually, so, to be fair, they like, probably didn't have to do anything. Like, if, they're, if he's in a very enclosed set, the the lighting that they're going to use mm-hmm. is probably going to be enough to make it fucking yeah. hot as hell. So we we cut back to the satellite dish, and there's... Because it's Power Rangers, and they want to make it seem extra super sci-fi-ish, but they also don't have any money, <laughs> they've just thrown mm-hmm. some random bullshit on it. I don't know what's going I'll on here. they use like, it technology for this thing. <laughs> yeah. There's, like, pipe cleaners and shit on it. I don't even know. You gotta twist it. You you gotta flip it. Yeah, Tommy does pretty much all you of these spin things. Spin it. Yeah, Tommy. Tommy. Uh, I've forgotten the. He's still getting shot at, I guess. But pull it. He hits the beep boops, and then he's gotta he's gotta dramatically push the it lever. It kills and they... me that. Okay, so this is basically just a fucking satellite dish. Like they 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 add they bolted some stuff onto an ex- extant satellite dish. Instead of using the, like, crank that those things actually come with that, like, you know, sensibly causes them to turn, he just has to push this fucking lever, and then it just, like, maneuvers itself into the position it needs to be in. Yeah. And, and listen, this is a, a cartoon-ass lever. Like, 
You remember in Donkey Kong 64 no. when like Donkey Kong has to pull a lever Absolutely and he not. has like this whole like 10 second pull animation of how to sh- to show how hard it is to pull that lever. That's Jason David Frank right now, except he's pushing instead of pulling, which is maybe the problem. I don't know. <laughs> but in any case, Alpha's in any case, just watching it with his, like his head hand on his head just shaking. <laughs> so but it goes, and Alpha's like, he's got it. And Nam's like, I'm firing. He's not going to wait for Tommy to give the signal. He's just, du- or anyone else in the room to, to agree. He's just like, I'm hitting the button now, boop. And uh, it works. Also, this fucking tractor, the- this, this whole setup makes no sense. Because once they've got it in position, the beam's able to, like, whip around and, like, literally grab the ship and start, like, pulling it. Like, that doesn't make it, that's not, the- What's great is after they fire the beam, with no actual confirmation that it caught Billy that Tommy can see from where he's standing because he's just on Earth. He's like, yeah, we did it. Pull me back, guys. Now, to be fair, he is still getting pot-shotted at, so... Mm-hmm. What more is he going to yeah, do up true. there, really? So, we get my favorite recurring habit of Zordons, where they're like, Tommy comes back and like, okay, let's see if we can get a hold of Billy. Billy, come in. And they try a few times and can't get a hold of him. And they're like, and as they're about to like try again, Zordon gives them the arbitrary "we're all about to die" countdown. <laughs> He's like, if if Billy doesn't contact us within the next ten seconds, he'll be gone forever. Oh, why? <laughs> why? Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> that either. It's just like, I, Zordon's always just got to say shit like that. Like, entropy. Like. No, it's I, just like, no, I'm giving up after 10, yeah. in 10 more seconds. I'm just fucking giving up. He's fucking whatever. <laughs> it's not really worth it. Zordon, He's not really a Zordon has this old, weird no, tendency. Zordon is like, I am only putting 10 more seconds of my time into this. If he's not going to answer back, then he's fucking dead mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> and then eventually dead for real because, you know, son. Because, yeah. But so, Zordon does have this weird habit of being like, okay... Anytime we're seven seconds away from solving a problem, I'm going to tell the Rangers we have ten seconds to solve it or else everybody's doomed. It's like the inverse of the fucking Scotty uh, maneuver of, all right, figure out how long it's actually going to to take you to solve the problem and then add, like, two hours to it just so it seems like you're, you know, clutching things out. And only for, in Zordon's case, it's, um, it's more of a... Like, make them think they're going to fail. Yeah. But so, but so Billy, like, Billy contacts him. He's like, I'm finally on my way back home. I'm so glad to see Earth, y'all. And then uh, Tommy's like, glad to, glad to have you back, buddy. I'm buying smoothies when you get back. And it's like, yeah. Which is a, a callback to a bit of incidental dialogue that doesn't matter earlier in the episode and we didn't bother saying because it's stupid. Yeah, yeah he's like, that's thing I do when I get to Earth is have some Ernie smoothies, is what mm-hmm. he said. This Apparently it yeah. was important enough to mention. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so King Mondo's pissed off because like, so... Yeah, for once perhaps King Mondo's thinking, actually fucking upset that something didn't go right. He's yeah. finally starting to but give see, a shit. In case you're wondering, when Billy, when they finally caught Billy just now for the last time, why didn't King Mondo just fire on him again and just keep doing that until Billy dies? Well, so well King Mondo also had an arbitrary uh, policy of only two mm-hmm. shots. No, no, that's not it at all. 
As it turns out, they also had a fuse blow and didn't have <laughs> any spares. And that's not me making a joke. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is canon. Okay, sure. That is what happens. Uh, so, yeah, we cut to the gym and juice bar. The good old gym and juice bar. Billy's back. We're having smoothies. We're all glad Billy's back. He's wearing a white turtleneck and, instead of a black one for once. Yeah. And and they're like, it must have sucked to have been out there alone in space, Billy. And he's like, I was never alone, guys. I had you. Isn't it so great that we're all close friends and we love each other and there's definitely nothing horrible happening behind the scenes? Yeah. <laughs> and so Bulk and Skull just stumble into the Jim and Juice bar. Leaves are fucking stuck to them all over the place. and Yeah. And they they found the Jim and Juice bar and Lieutenant Stone is like notices them come in and he is so proud. He's like, wow, guys, you did it. Record and in time. record time. Yeah. Record time. I don't know when the timer started because they were at school, but okay. Yeah, I think that does kind of lend some credence to the to the idea that like they were supposed to start at a specific location at a specific time. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that location was the school. Who fucking knows? But I mean, let Frankie yeah. have her theory, but also it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All my theories are correct. I've never been wrong in my life. So, <laughs> also so. suddenly, also <laughs> suddenly barging into the Jim and Juice bar is the cab driver that Bulk and, and Skull got to and bring And you know he's a cab driver because he's wearing a fucking flat cap and a vest. Hey, I'm I, cabbing I, I, here. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the same cab driver from the Follow That Cab episode. I, would, I don't know. I would love it. I would love if this actor has a years-long uh, stint as the, like, uh, fucking, what's the, what's the term? Uh, I guess on-set cab driver character for the show. No, I mean, the, yeah. the, the real truth is that he's an actual literal cab driver that it is hired to, like... Some, somebody who works there. for the show takes his cab every day to the set and they're just like hey uh we need you for a scene can you just <laughs> yeah can you just pretend to be you <laughs> <laughs> so bulk and skull are like well i guess it's time we actually get lost for real and they run away and lieutenant stone chases after them and i i guess this cab driver just gets stiffed on his on his fare because like wait he's just kind of left there in the jim and juice bar wait paul schreier and the other actor, I can't remember his name right now. Jason Narvey. They, Jason Narvey. Jason Narvey. They literally got a cab to work, <laughs> and that's an actual cab driver who ran out of a set. And the, the actor, Lieutenant Stone, was like, I'm going to improv this. It's going to work. They actually, yeah, he literally just didn't get paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but uh, we get some classic Power Rangers final shot here. Because Billy says it's good to be home, guys, and they just laugh at Bulk and Skull, and then we freeze frame. And then I think there's some, yeah, there's some outtakes, and it's mostly just Bulk and Skull going through the the Jim and Juice bar, and then shots of Jason David Frank's hands slipping from the cliff. And that's, yeah, yeah that's doesn't, it. doesn't he just, like, take his hands off and go, ha ha, I'm just standing here, or something like that, yeah. yeah well, no, he, he, he crawls his hand back up like it's an itsy-bitsy spider, is what he does. Okay, cute. And also there's some stuff, sorry, I'm watching this as we go, there's some stuff about Alpha joking about how he was voted best supporting actor on the internet, excuse me? (laughs) What? Sure. Okay, sure. 
Yeah. You know, the internet that we saw in last episode where the websites were like pre-web 1.0. Yeah. But anyway, so that's Mr. Billy's Wild Ride. I I didn't and, uh, like his wild ride, but the episode was fun. Yeah, it was a fun one. Uh, it's it gets rough when you think about it actually logically about like why Billy just doesn't teleport. Mm-hmm. But on the whole, it's a pretty fun episode. Yeah, I, I really and, enjoyed it, and I like the the like uh, the, the like real stakes that weren't sold at all, but there were still real stakes. Yeah, like yeah, like <laughs> on paper, that's a very serious. Uh, it's a very serious problem that they dealt with this episode. Yeah, yeah, and if you like seeing Tommy Oliver almost die, you get a two for one pack here. <laughs> I didn't like it as much as I did last week's episode, but it was okay. Last week's episode was really good. I, I, I didn't. I just remembered it from like uh, listening to the first few minutes of TWA from last week as of this recording. But it was a good one. But this one is also one of my faves. Uh, last week I saw Into the Spider Verse again, mm-hmm. so I also enjoyed last week's episode. I'm glad you That's did. That's such a good movie. I want to see nice. it again. I still haven't seen it. I need to. I know. When is it coming to Blu-ray? I need to see it, too. I want to buy it. The fact that it was still in so, theaters, more like, a, it was over a month after it originally, like, released. Like, that's a fucking great sign. There were multiple showings. Nice. Um, so, uh, I put out the call for questions, because that's what I do when I'm the... You know, mm-hmm. subbing in as host. Uh, if you want to send us questions, at Teens with Toot on Twitter. Teenagers with Attitude is the Facebook group. Teens with Toot at gmail.com is the email address. And you can also just send stuff to me at Mike Loves Rabbit just because I like hearing from you. And uh, if you have Canada questions, send them to me at Tabletop Gamera. Yes. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> from uh, at Soul Omnia Lucid. How do you feel about the part of Mr. Toad's wild Mr. Toad's wild ride where he and by extension you the writer goes to hell? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I didn't know this either. So full confession, I wasn't really familiar with the ride Mr. Toad's wild ride. I'd only ever really heard this phrase because I'm extremely online and I've been to the worst parts of the internet from that Mr. Okay. Bones wild ride thing. Yeah, same. Uh, there's an episode of Leverage where they're racing cars. And Mr. Toad's Wild Ride gets referenced, and that's the only time I've heard it. Yeah, it's it's one of those so, things that's prob- at this point, for a lot of people, it's been a reference more than an actual thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a Disney thing. It's the name of a uh, of a ride in Disneyland, I think. Uh, it, I forget what it's based on. It might just be like an animated short. A movie? And I'll look it up. Yeah, I'm sure it's about sure, right Mr. Toad the character, but. Yeah, but apparently just at the end of it, he goes to hell for oh, reasons. Oh, like, he knows he... why. <laughs> it was all the crime. But yeah, uh, okay, it says uh, here, passengers then arrive at the scene, at the ride's final scene, a tongue-in-cheek depiction of hell not inspired by any scene in the movie or book. The entire room is heated, and the scenery features small devils who bounce up and down. It's okay, sure. Yeah, no, Mr. Rides... Toad committed some immortal sins, and uh, he's doomed for eternity. The right story is based on Disney's adaptation of The Window in the Willows. Yep. One of the two segments is of the film The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so I, that's what I, that's what I was about to say is I think it was the the other thing with when they did uh their adaptation of uh, of Sleepy Hollow. 
and and they also did when the, they just for whatever reason made a movie that was just split in half and each half was an adaptation of of some story that I guess they couldn't adapt into a full film for one reason There's or another. I don't know. Anyway, in regards to the question, I am very down with Mr. Toad going to hell. I hope he stays there. There's been four different versions of the same ride. Uh, like uh, one in uh, from 1955, one from 1983, one that was in the Magic Kingdom, and one in Disneyland Paris. Because the first one was in Disneyland. That's, okay. I wonder if he goes to hell in all of them. I I assume so. If I recall, it'd be a weird thing for I, him to if not. If I recall, a lot of the Disney rides are not just like copy pastes of each other mm-hmm. from like park to park. Yeah, they do change them. There's that one that was in Tokyo Disney that no longer exists, where you have to fight the bad guy. It's not. It's a weird attraction where you're walking around a dungeon and you have to fight the. Uh, Bad guy from the Black Cauldron. Yeah, yeah, I I, I remember seeing the um, yeah the Defunct Land video about that. Honestly, honestly, big old plug. Defunct Land is pretty good. When I'm a big fan of that. When are they gonna just fucking bite the bullet and turn one of the Disney parks into just a straight up Kingdom Hearts themed thing? Because it's basically already mm-hmm. that. Like you're going to various. Like worlds representing different Disney properties, like just fucking throw well, some Keyblades on there and call it a day. Now you can go to the world of Pandora. Yeah, th- that's the thing is they they need they need proven uh, uh, hits with mm-hmm. the general audience, not just gamers. They need real proven things with high demand, like fucking Avatar. Avatar Land. Have you seen pictures? It actually looks pretty good. Like really, I mean, yeah, that, that show was beautiful. Like, I'd fucking see some like <laughs> fucking bossing say in like live action. That'd be awesome. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you believe that. Yeah, I don't know what other a, Avatar you're beautiful be world about. So, <laughs> uh, from our friend, fl- from our friend Fletcher, still alive, uh, <laughs> Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> what What was uh, your most wild ride? My most wild ride. Yeah. Mm, I I guess the time that um you were in my brother's truck and it spanned 360 degrees on the road. Oh yeah, no, I've I've had th- that's a fucking that I feel like everyone who's lived in winter climbs has something like that. That that's about it cuz I don't really go on rides or anything. So that that's the most wild ride I ever had. <laughs> uh most wild ride I've ever had was when I was not properly strapped into a roller coaster and I had to hold on for dear Oh god. Life. Yeah, Honey, no, I I had a That's very terrifying me just thinking of that. No, Don't I had a very similar thing. It was one of those fucking open bottom ones where like you're just in a uh like you're just in a seat and there's something like that clamps down over you but your feet are dangling. And I, like I was a tiny child and <laughs> the uh bar did not really come particularly close and they didn't come by and actually tighten my harness very well. So I was pretty loose in that thing, just like fucking hugging that goddamn bar. I don't remember a thing about the actual coaster. It was a miserable something, experience. I'm I'm not gonna tell this story so that Emily doesn't get upset. But something like that happened to me when uh, uh, me and my sister went to like uh, a little feria, a little carnival thing in Mexico, in our hometown, and like the bar stopped at me. I was like. I was probably like 12, 13, and my sister is seven mm-hmm. years younger, so she was like six, 
And, like, the bar stopped at me, and she was there, so I just, like, hugged her the whole time, because otherwise she would have gone flying. Oh, that's so... I'm... (laughs) This reinforces my decision to not get on roller coasters. Oh, yeah, no, roller coasters are fucking bullshit. I like them, but, yeah. Yeah, they're they're a bad idea. But I'm I'm very scared for past all of Uh, you. My... Listen, listen, as far as problems I had as a child, <laughs> that one's pretty small potatoes. Uh, I looking back. Okay. That's not great either. <laughs> I think my actual answer is this one time, so uh there were two friends of mine and one wanted to learn to drive stick. Because uh, like he didn't know how to drive automatic, and the other one had an automatic car, and he's like, "Hey, teach me!" And the other friend was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll teach you." And I was like, "Sure, I'll come," because we were all hanging out. So I sit in the passenger seat. Uh, I mean, in the back seat. My friend who doesn't know how to drive sits in the front seat, in the driver's seat, and the other friend sits uh, in the passenger seat. So we're going around the neighborhood, and it's working okay. Uh, but this neighborhood was kind of like not complete and it, it had was, so we're going and if we keep going, we'll fall down a ditch and yeah, it, it ends and then it goes down, mm. uh, like bad. And, uh, so my friends are like, okay, you can stop now. Okay, put the brake on. And then my other friend, and to this day, I don't know if he was joking or if he was doing uncertainty, starts going, which one's the brake? Which one's the brake? Yeah, and, that's, a, that's uh, a good learning to drive experience right there. Forgetting which pedal oh is which. Because you're panicking. So he starts screaming. My, my friend who knows how to drive starts screaming at him. I start screaming in the back. And then... Uh, I, I'm not too sure what happened at this point because I was freaking out, but I think he hit the, we weren't going super fast, but we were going like fast enough. Uh, he hit the, the, the stick and maybe put it in neutral or something. Cause we didn't stop, but we like slowly start slowing down. And then we got to the edge and there was a, a little, you know, like, a road bump, like, small enough that if you were going fast, you would go over it, but s- short enough that we just touched it, s- hit it, and then stopped. And then, uh, well, just uh, then, then, then my friend, uh, who not, knew how to drive, got out of the car, went to the passenger seat, opened the door, pulled out the other friend, Driver threw him seat. on the floor, yeah. closed the door, and then we drove away. <laughs> That guy was my first crush. Nice. That's so cute. So, but I I was gonna (laughs) say it's interesting you talking about the screaming because like when I mentioned earlier that the three sixty that my brother did on the road, everyone in the car was absolutely silent as it happened. Oh yeah, no, some everyone. Yeah, that's the that's that's my reaction to that shit. Yeah, no, that's 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 the weird thing about like situations like that. There's basically two ways it'll go. Either uncontrollable screaming or just like incapable of making a sound. And I remember like the time slowing down and shit because of oh, yeah. adrenaline and like uh, it was it was scary but also kind of cool in retrospect. <laughs> yeah, like if you want like wild rides in the like 
you know, adrenaline sense or whatever. I mean, followers of the deep Lexi lore know that I had a, I had a brief, uh, brief foray into crime. And I got to say the rush of driving off, just narrowly avoiding somebody catching you, you know, pilfering stuff from their porch is, uh, (laughs) that's a pretty big thrill. Oh, Lexi. Lexi the criminal. Nice. You just need uh, to. So, you just need to wear a mask next time and be a phantom thief of pumpkins. <laughs> I didn't say anything about it being pumpkins. Oh. So. Mm. <laughs> how would how would you know what so, it was? I listened to Digimon Cast, Digital Modcast, mm, what it's called. Mm. So, uh, so my wild ride. Yeah. Uh, was so. You know how there's some cars that's like. They're, they only have, like, two seats, actually. Um, and the back area, like, isn't really actually much of anything. Like, theoretically, yeah. you could fit a person back there. But, like, no, don't do it. Well, my dad did it because I was a child. And it was a thing where, like, I was kind of lying on this, like, surface. Oh, yeah. uh, but like And, like, squeezed between it and a window. And it was because he was uh, teaching my stepsister to drive on a uh, a school a middle school parking lot and uh so i was just lying back there and i th- i think what i was waiting for at the time was i was waiting to be dropped off uh cuz i was joining like a christmas time tuba choir <laughs> there's a like and and uh and and there was a, an amateur christmas like tuba choir that would just meet together every year long story short but anyway so that's what i was doing on a middle school parking lot in in the middle of winter and my stepsister, not really like she's learning to drive, and you would think a middle school parking lot that's empty, perfectly safe. She goes outside of the parking lot and into a ditch, and I'm bouncing around in the back between this like hard surface and the literal back window of the car, like a pinball, and just banging my head a bunch of times. And that was my wildest ride, probably. Hey, it's 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 kind of a toss up between it and the coaster. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> that was that. Uh, anybody else got any wild rides before we move on to the next question? I mean, yes, but I'm not telling any of you about them. So, uh, we've actually got a bunch more questions, but uh, I'm going to do the last one that's actually like directly specific to this I episode. The last we'll one that actually pass like. along the rest to Zach. Say what? Never. No. I was just Ghostbuster Joe. <laughs> Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna, uh, I'm gonna hold on to the rest of these, pass them along to Zach, and we'll we'll use them in the future. Um, but this is one from our buddy, the Ghostbuster Joe. Oh, hey Joe. Yeah. How many of you? It's interesting. <laughs> Thank you. Where did it come from, Tank Hammer Joe? <laughs> that also works. Have Have any of you ever ridden Mr. Toad's Wild Ride mm. in Walt Disney World? I think we've confirmed that none of us have. <laughs> Uh, kind of fucked up that that ride literally ends with you getting hit by a train and killed and ending up in hell, huh? Eh. And here's here's his, yeah, but here's this actual question though. Uh, any other memorable amusement park rides that have made you go, "How the hell was this approved?" Um, yeah, I was on Space Mountain one time, and they had to stop the ride for some reason and turn on the lights. And um, yeah, I don't I don't go on Space Mountain anymore. That is a lot of yeah. that is a lot of track crammed into a very small space with not a lot of clearance. Mm. Yeah, dark rides are, are are a thing. I don't think I've ever been to a dark ride to like you know one They're of those fine, indoor as rides. As long as they stay dark and you can't see just how yeah. how literal tolerance there is for error before your head is coming off. 
I, I think I think we've covered pretty thoroughly the thrill rides are are death machines. But uh, what about what about theming? Any anybody had a thing uh, that they've they've ridden on that's like I why mean, the fuck did people think this the was okay? One that I do kind of enjoy. There's uh, but and it's an interesting theme. And here in Six Flags uh, Fiesta Texas in San Antonio, there is a Scooby Doo like light gun game. It's a shooting gallery where you, that you go around the track and you shoot different things that pop around, like different ghosts and stuff. And they like they have a score, love it, and you get to like learn your score and stuff. It's kind of cool. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah, that sounds it. fun. Um, like the the one time I've been to like a big like theme park, like a big one. I think it was like. It's this one in Toronto. I don't even remember the name of it, like Canada's Wonderland or something like that. It's some whatever. It doesn't matter. But like, and it just wasn't even like this wasn't even a ride. But I, I just kind of want to mention it because we're talking about wild rides. Um, was that it was we did it around Halloween time, and there was tons of haunted houses, like mm-hmm. that you would walk through. You know, the people try to jump out and scare you and oh, stuff yeah, like that. Cool. And I, lo- I, I love those. I love that shit. But one of them was like a vampire nightclub. Nice. And there was like sexy girls dancing in like glass right. cases. Yeah, and I'm no, just, yeah, like, of course. Like vampires. It was very good. Gee, I'm I'm, I'm shocked. I guess I, I, I kind of wonder. Shocked. <laughs> shocked that you enjoyed that. <laughs> I mean, and I guess I guess how it was this made was like kids go to this park, and this is really sexy. What's going on? I guess, but yeah, it was good. I liked it. <laughs> now see. Frankie actually mentioned Six Flags, and there's a Six Flags uh, near where I am also. And one thing that, that bothers me about the theming on things there is just the tendency to just make a roller coaster and then just slap some random Warner Brothers property on it because that's what we have access to. Mm-hmm. There's a Poltergeist roller coaster here. Yeah. And it's just, it's the house from Poltergeist, and that's kind of cool, and then you get in, and then you immediately leave the house, and it's just a roller We had a coaster here that was that was named after Batman, and then Batman and Robin came out, and then it was named after Mr. Freeze for a while, and then it went back to being Batman. And it was just, a, it, I, I think it was one of those coasters, and this is the fucking wildest thing that a coaster does. It's one of those coasters that, like, goes one way, and then goes back the other oh, way. Oh, yeah. Back to the start, yeah. That 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 whiplash. Mm-hmm. Not shit. a fan. I believe we had Ugh. one uh, like that here too. And the last time I went, like a year or two ago, I think they had changed the name, and it was a sponsored sco- uh, coaster now for Takis. It was like a Takis coaster. Huh. Okay. Takis are good. All right. Well, I th- I think I think that's going to do it for us. This is a little on the shorter end, but we didn't take oh, a no, break. Oh, no, it's only an hour and a half late. long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, but yeah, I think that's going to do it for us. I'm sorry to the commuters who have a two-hour commute and, and rely on this podcast, but I'm sorry. Just, this is a shorter one today. Uh, go listen to uh, Let's Steal a Podcast. I'm about to record it. I'll be at least another hour. Cool. Uh out by the time you listen to this. Sounds good. Anything else you want to plug while you're here, Frankie? Uh, Basho and Tell, we have another, we have like an hour. Those episodes are usually under an hour, and we have an hour and a half episode, because uh, it was super busy for both Eric and me, because there was packs and a lot of personal stuff, 
so we didn't get to do our usual pre-tournament, uh, mid-tournament, and post-tournament podcast, so we just did one with all of it. Really good tournament. Uh, if you're interested in sumo, really fun tournament to start with. So uh, go listen to that. We're off next month, and then we come back uh, because the tournaments are every other month. We come back the month after that. All right, cool. Alexi, uh, anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, I went back and listened to the first, or listened to, watched the first Lost episode of Power Rangers, um, aka the first episode I wasn't able to record Teenagers with Attitude for. Um, I forget the name of it, but it was the, the first one with the evil rangers where it's putties pretending to be the rangers in the school. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I want to plug that episode. That episode fucking rules. All right, awesome. Are you, are you planning on going back and seeing all the ones you missed? No. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, Emily, how about you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at This Is Emeralds, and I tweet about stuff. This, I don't dogs, know, mostly. It's good. <laughs> dogs, yeah, dogs and <laughs> anime, and our, like me and Cassie are playing through Tales of Asperia, so you can get our like hot Tales of Asperia uh, tweets. <laughs> That's the, the content Alrighty. everyone's craving these days. Yeah, of course. Eventually, it'll be Kingdom right. Hearts three tweets. I just haven't gone to that game yet. So. Oh boy, hot and fresh. <laughs> so uh, you can find me uh, at Mike Loves Rabbit. Uh, I mostly retweet things, but although you can also see me make progress reports on how I'm doing in Final Fantasy. You can see him tweet dogs at me. <laughs> also that. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's gonna do it for us. So, uh, for podcast, I've been Mike. I've been Emily. Lexi, me. <laughs> and may you listen to the next episode. Always. Well, sometime. Sometimes. Always. Pick and choose. Never you leave all the end. <laughs> Never leave. Destroy <laughs> Lexi's broadband. Just down. Don't even download things. Just stream everything. Frankie, just because you're trapped in our podcast chambers forever doesn't mean wait, everyone else needs to be. Wait, forever? You, y'all not letting we, me go? We, we did, we did the sign off already. We have to stop. Do we though? Yes. I stopped. I'm hitting stop. Now. Okay, stopping.